Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, all. I guess it all depends on when you're listening to this particular uh, podcast. But welcome to Pro Talk, your one-stop shop for everything ProVantage. If you don't know, I'm Scott Medeiros, the Executive Vice President of ProVantage, and once a month. I'll be joined by one of our colleagues to bring ProVantage news directly to you in a podcast format. Last time we had a podcast, we had Mr. Matt Epps, our group president, as our guest, and we learned some very incredible and very insightful things about resiliency in the face of COVID. So if you missed that conversation, you can find it on Spotify or under the resource section of Cruxos. Today, we'll be joined by Houston Holly, our Director of Field Operations. And here he is here today to discuss an important characteristic for one's personal and professional life, and that is adaptation. But before we get started, I want to remind everyone about the word of the month. Um, at a random point in each episode, the guest, in this case Houston, will pick a word, any word, to be the word of the month. Before the release of our Pro Talk podcast next month, there will be a survey in the Pro Daily where you can submit the word of the month to be entered to win a prize. But be quick because only the first three listeners to correctly submit the word of the month will win a ProVantage swag item. <clears throat> if you were one of the lucky contestants who won last episode's word of the month, the marketing department will be, be contacting you about how to receive your swag item. Now, let's get down to business. On the show today, we have the one and only Houston Holly. Houston heads our field operations team, and through a good cadre of talented project managers, field managers, leads, he's responsible for ensuring we deliver high-quality services in our interaction with our clients. Now, Houston and I, we were yeah. the ProTalk team back in, in uh, 2019 when we were doing this, so it's great to have you back, Houston. So, uh, like I said, man, Houston, welcome. It's good to see you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I guess they didn't uh, renew my contract when it came, <laughs> hey. to, it came to the Pro Talk here. I we didn't get enough feedback, I guess, from our listening audience. That's what it was. <laughs> no, but it's great to be here. Obviously, i uh, got to kind of try to fill Matt Epps' shoes. Always tough to follow him. But, uh, yeah, really excited to talk with you today. Yeah, absolutely. Matt is always a tough act to follow. <laughs> he really is. So, Houston, you were a college athlete. And yeah. so I'm sure you had to adapt to different coaching styles mm -hmm. and different athletes attitudes of your teammates and those sort of things. So talking to you about adaptation is, is going to be a very uh, a very important subject and I think you're well versed to be able to provide us some good insights on that. But before we get into that, we've had to adapt a little bit as ProVantage because this year we've been supporting our sister company, In Demand Services or IDS. <clears throat> so to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about why and, and how ProVantage has been helping IDS? Yeah, so IDS has um, really ramped up their workload and their in their um, you know overall kind of site, I guess, workload uh, in 2021, and that comes from their ability and the successes that they've had on the routine service side, where they support Walmart uh, in their normal markets doing day-to-day -day store operations. Kind of that reputation, the positivity that Walmart has seen has allowed them to. Um, jump into more of the remodel work that ProVantage historically is is kind of uh, focused on. Right. Um, and so, so again, props to to, to Nate and, and all of his teams for for doing a great job on those routine service projects. They've, they've you know historically helped here and there on some remodels, but this year we've seen a large influx of projects from a third party labor perspective for in demand, um, and that has kind of 
created a, an environment where ProVantage and InDemand have really had to collaborate and work together and adapt our, our processes and procedures to make sure that we can uh, support each other in terms of getting all of our projects done, whether it's technically under the ProVantage umbrella or technically under the IDS um, umbrella. So, you know, honestly, the success has created an opportunity for us right. to have to yes. work together uh, here in 2021. Um, and, you know, coming off of the heels of COVID, that is, you know, a, a great place to be. Uh, the fact that, you know, they're winning more work and we're able to kind of work together um, uh, to, to drive Rosewood as a whole forward. Yeah, and so I think it's fun. a great example of the power of Rosewood. Because mm -hmm. here we have ProVantage, who has great experience of doing the things that we do. Now we've got our sister company, In Demand, who is now venturing uh, into that world as well. We can leverage <clears> what we know with them and vice versa. We, we have situations last year where we needed help from InDemand. Yep. And they came over and they supported ProVantage. So Rosewood as a company is very, very resilient as we learned last time. And it does adapt well to the changing conditions for, of our industry. So it's a very important aspect to have very solid partners within our family of companies. So if we think back to uh, 2019 and 2020, mm -hmm. right? We did a lot of work with Walmart. A lot of processes and procedures were put in place by you and your team. So how did that... Uh, work back in 2019 and 2020 actually prepare us or, or help us adapt now in 2021 when we're supporting in demand with our very important client in Walmart. Yeah, back in 2019, if you remember, we had one project manager at the time who was really focused on on Walmart. Yes, I think we were right. doing maybe eight to 10 projects a year. Um, you know, fast forward to 2020, obviously the COVID pandemic hit. Um, we were searching for work and luckily Walmart came, came to our, our uh, saving graces. And at that point in time, we had to ramp up for five additional project managers who had never worked on Walmart in their entire life. They had worked on other clients, um, sometimes worked for other companies. You know, Liz Adams was a, a project yes, coordinator yes, at the time. Right. Random Man came and supported us for the entire back half of, of 2020. So, you know, we really had to develop processes and procedures, collaboration efforts, communication efforts, all of those things very quickly because it went from a dead halt where when COVID initially hit and then all of a sudden a very quick ramp up to a point where we had 33 projects, I believe, going simultaneously. And again, the most I had ever kind of experienced in, in my two years prior to that was maybe six. Right. So, yeah. so I mean, we uh, we tri or, uh, we quintupled the amount of simultaneous projects uh, at a time. And, and so we really had trial by fire. We had to work together, we had to trust each other. Um, and we had to build those communication processes and, and those execution procedures that allowed us to understand what is the priority, what is what are the standards that we need to hit, be aware of, communicate every single day so we can be successful on every single shift. So when we go in at night, we know where our focus is. When we come out of that shift, we know what conversations we need to have to either praise our teams, um, support our teams, or, you know, determine what opportunities there may be for us to, to continue to get better. So I think that 2020 was a a, a monumental shift in ProVantage's, um, I guess, maturation process. Yes. Um, and that has allowed us to be a lot more successful in 2021 as we have had to partner with InDemand and, and kind of work through this partnership of, of running projects with 
you know, ProVantage project managers on in-demand projects, in-demand project managers on ProV projects, and, you know, our leadership and employees kind of spread all over the place. Um, so it's been a very cool, interesting, tough um, experience, but we've all adapted, worked together in that collaboration, and those experiences from, from 2020 have been huge in our ability to, to, to be successful throughout this year. And from my perspective, it's gone well. I mean, the ability to, to bring on so many projects that are happening simultaneously, the ability to have project managers going back and forth between in-demand and ProVantage and in-demand and, uh, in uh, supervisors going from in-demand to ProVantage, that back and forth has been pretty seamless. And I think, it, like you said, it was from the work that was done and codified back in 2020. So I think that we talk a lot about not being in firefighting, but being the, in fire prevention is what we do in operations. And those procedures and those, uh, those lessons learned that we had from 2020 really helped us adapt to 2021 without having a major impact or a major need for additional resources or additional time. So it was great. Yeah, and, and just to kind of pile on there a little bit, it must be said that, you know, the, the processes, the procedures, all of those things are great. But, you know, kind of taking a step back to your last pro talk with Matt Epps and, and talking through resiliency, it comes down to the individuals that are a part of the program and a part of the collaboration as well yeah. because you have to have that resilient mindset to say hey we're jumping into something we've never done before we know there's going to be roadblocks we know there's going to be bottlenecks we know there's going to be challenges we have to have a positive mindset and a resilient mindset to understand that agility adaptation flexibility all of those things are going to be core in our uh, ability to be successful and in our ability to support our field teams out uh uh, out wherever they may be across the continental United States. So like that resiliency cannot be understated in conjunction with um, some of the processes that we were able to uh, to build in 2020. Excellent point, absolutely excellent point. So now we're in our busy season, right? <laughs> Here we are, it, you know, the, the hill gets, you know, steeper every single day as we head through the, through the summer months. So how have you, personally, or how have you prepared your team for this new influx of projects that we're going to see over the next you know, two to three months? Yeah, again, it goes back to the resiliency and it goes back to teamwork. So I think building a, building a culture of teamwork um, you know, that feeds directly into our, our uh, we before me uh, core value and then building that culture of resiliency, which feeds right into our spirit of excellence core value, are, are extremely, extremely important. Um, you know, we, we've had ProVantage scheduling teams doing recruiting because we've had certain markets that are extremely yeah, exactly. tough to, to, to source uh, employees uh, in especially Ohio and some of those kind of northern Midwest um, states. So, I mean, from a ProV and IDS perspective, we're obviously collaborating. From a scheduling and recruiting perspective, we're obviously collaborating. From a PM and FM perspective, they're um, taking each other's responsibilities and supporting each other across different markets, even though it's not, you know, a certain site might not technically <clears throat> roll up through their portfolio. They're supporting wherever they can because they understand that later in the year they may need that support. Um, you know, it, it, between field operations and construction services. So Nick Lay's team, who, and obviously Nick is our director of construction services, you know, they're running the Lowe's, the Harbor Freights, the uh, tractor supplies of the world. You know, when they've had availability in resources, they are helping us, whether it may be their scheduling team, their project managers, their field managers, yeah. mm -hmm. leads, even, uh, um, 
um, laborers who we, who we need support from, like they are working with us and communicating with us as best we can. So that culture of teamwork, you know, you don't realize it's there until you need it. And you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> like everyone's jumping in. And so that's kind of been built over the last two years that I've been here. And obviously it started before I ever got here. Um, but that culture of teamwork um, and resiliency has allowed us to be successful as, we, as we've ramped up into the busy period. So now we know, hey, we're here. I'm going to have to lean on you. you can, so you, have, you may have to lean on me in the, in the future. And, and that kind of give and take and that supportive nature um, has been the crux of our success thus far and will be the crux of our success as we push farther into Q3 uh, and Q4. Sorry for the interruption, listeners, but it's time to select this episode's word of the month. Houston, pick a word, any word. I'm going to go with agile. The, 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 yeah, I'm going to go with agile, synonym of adaptation. Obviously, that was our, um, our, our topic for the, the talk. Uh, the pro talk this month, so I think that that's a good one to go with. Agile, love agile, it's great, <laughs> great, great word, love it. So there you have it, agile is the word of the month, so please check the pro daily for our survey to submit the word of the month and enter a chance to win some pro vantage gear years ago. Now it's just part of what we do. Yeah, very, very cool. I remember 2019, it was a tidal wave. I kind of started, you know, June of 2019, so it was, you know, ramping into the busy period, and it was an absolute tidal wave of trying to learn PetSmarts while ramping yes. up into Targets yes. and ramping up into Walmart. So I was like, what did I get myself into yes. here, right? Um, but as we've kind of moved along, we've had some, some nice process excellence developments, as well as this, again, culture of teamwork and resiliency. Now, all of a sudden, we know it's coming. We understand what we're going to have to do to rely upon each other. The trust is there, and it makes it much easier for us to, to adapt and kind of move into that, uh, that increased workload. Right. Well, one final question since we're talking about adaption or adaptation. Mm -hmm. I'm in trouble with that word for some reason. Um, it's been a tough year. COVID, right? We, we came out. Now going, uh, getting closer to, to normalcy. So what adaptations or adapting do you see us needing to do as we return to normalcy now that COVID is, is a, kind of in our review mirror? Yeah, I, I think it, it, I kind of touched on the trust piece a little bit um, in the last question when we were talking about you know getting ready for the busy period. <clears throat> I think that trust is uh, paramount in, in our ability to kind of push past you know, the, this tough, uh, tough period of time with, with the pandemic. And it's going to continue to be really imperative for us to, to build that trust. When we're out in the field, whether it's myself, project managers, uh, field team, uh, excuse me, field managers, we need a clear visibility uh, of what's going on, what issues are going on, what we can do to better support our field teams um, as they continue to work on these projects. I, I was out in Ohio last week and you know, it was very easy for me to see that our project manager and field manager in that market, uh, Doug Miller and Bill McKinney, were extremely visible to the teams. Every time you walked in, the teams walked up to them, knew who they were, comfortable bringing issues to the table. COVID is, is hopefully in our rearview mirror, but there's still going to be lingering pieces that we have to work through mm -hmm. together. Um, and, you know, here at the, the field, at the home office, we can't build the things we need to build unless we have a clear vision of what is going on. 
and what is affecting, impacting our teams, you know, out in the field, what their thoughts are, what improvements they see need to be made, what's going well. You know, all of those things are extremely important to me and important to my teams when we're building certain structures, frameworks, uh, making decisions uh, upon, you know, COVID or, or whatever it may be. So I, I continue to hope that we can have that visibility, have that trust with one another. Um, we see what's good, continue to push those things that are going well, but also you know, provide information on what opportunities need to be um, met. Uh, and then that allows us to kind of make those changes quickly and effectively. Okay. So before we close, first of all, I want to thank you for being here, Houston. Yeah, if there's one thing you would want our field reps, our laborers to know, you just came back from Ohio, as you mm -hmm. mentioned, what is the one thing you would like them to know? I would like them to know that we are here for you and we are working tirelessly to do everything we can to support you guys and gals out there. When, when you're a, a new local hire or maybe you're, you're going from local to travel, whatever it may be, there's a good chance that you're never going to, you, you haven't seen the corporate office or the environment that has been built here up in Raleigh, North Carolina, where our corporate office is. And I wish there was a way we could get everybody up here. I wish that there was a way we could make that happen. But unfortunately, at this point in time, it, there, there isn't anything that, that we've come up with that, that would allow for that to happen. So when I go out to the field and I talk with, with our field reps and, and our field team members, I want them to know that we are here to do whatever we can to support you guys and gals. Like this is an organization that I am extremely proud of. Uh, an organization that I am extremely thankful for. Um, you know, I, I've worked for numerous places in my past, and then you have as well, Scott. And you know, every every company has a different feel to it. Every firm has a different culture uh, that you would associate with it. And, and this this firm's culture and this firm's identity um, are rooted in a place of uh, love, uh, in a place of gratitude, graciousness, uh, all of those different things. And it's something that is extremely special to be a part of. And so when I go on the field and for those that are listening, you know, here on this podcast, know that I truly work every single day. And I know my people do as well to do what we can to support you guys and girls out there, because I know it's a tough environment. Sometimes you're traveling, you're away from home, you're working overnights, you're staying in hotels, you're working with people you haven't met before. You know, there's a lot going on there. And so know that we're working and I'm doing everything I can um, to, to support you guys and gals and we got your back. Houston, thank you for those words. It's so important that our employees understand that we are there for them. And the work that you and your scheduling team does, I know that your field managers and project managers that are out there always have the best interest of our employees at the forefront of what they do every single day. So thank you for what you and your teams do. And again, I want to thank you for coming back to ProTalk. Uh, Pro and so hopefully in the future, we get to kind of tag team some more things because that was very fun to do back in 2019. But we appreciate you being here. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate, uh, appreciate the invite. It's great to talk to you again. All right. So before we wrap up the show, I want to remind um, everyone that uh, to check the Pro Daily so that, you know, first of all, you can ask us questions, you can send us some shout outs, and you can submit uh, the word of the month for, uh, for this particular Pro Talk so you can win some Pro V swag. So check the Pro Daily, it's a great thing to do. So I wanna thank you for your time and for listening to this Pro Talk, and we will see you again next time on the podcast. Have a great day.